You are listening to selfdiscoverymedia.com, where illumination and inspiration is but a click away. With so many genre topics for you on everything that you need to know in life, we celebrate and share the people who have taken the journey before you and who are now here to serve you with their wisdom and their knowledge. The next show coming up is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com with me, your host, Sarah Troy, and my beautiful guest, Kerry Hummingbird. What a beautiful name, huh? And we're going to go down a beautiful journey today of igniting our heart and soul. And she says, loving your courageous heart. What if the door opens to your divine spirit? We're at a place in our life now where it is for us to open up, listen to our soul, our heart, our spirit, raise that vibration, travel a different frequency wave and open up to the divine teachings because we've tried to do it just from an earthly way and look where it got us, rather near thundercal. We haven't advanced much other than technology. We haven't advanced much in many other aspects of our lives, but we're so full of potential and we're so full of love and heart and spirit. We've just got to open up those doors. And that's what Kerry does. She opens up those doors for us, for us to just let it all come pouring in and for, so we can really connect and feel with it and start living our lives on a different plane. Because I promise you, when you get here and you live on this plane, life is so much more meaningful, joyful, purposeful and exciting. So it's going to be an exciting show here with Kerry. And I can't wait to learn all about you along with the audience. You can see behind it for those that are watching the video, she has some beautiful butterflies and some lovely color because she loves color, movement, life in movement, right? In flow. So welcome to the show, Kerry. Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm so excited to be here with you and to have this conversation and see where it takes us. I always am delighted by these uh, these conversations exchange of channeling wisdom. Blocking <laughs> our winds and see where we <laughs> land, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Where did this start for you? I mean, for, you know, a lot of people are awakening right now. It's just beautiful. Some people are born this way. But where, what is it for you? Were you ignited? Were you born this way? Was it something you had to do in your own self-discovery? My journey was uh, earth amnesia <laughs> <I like that. laughs> part of my life until about eight years ago. And, uh, you know, I went down a lot of dark tunnels. Mm -hmm. I went uh, through the mind mazes and the thought tunnels in weekly psychotherapy sessions for over two decades trying to, you know, fix myself to yes. be acceptable to those people around me. And uh, that didn't work. So eight years ago, I said, you know what? I'm just going to be bad if I'm bad. If it didn't get fixed by now, it's probably not going to get yeah. fixed. And so I'm just going to be bad. And I did kind of go on a little tirade for the last couple of years of my marriage, you know, rebelling against all the rules I'd put myself under. And, uh, and then about six months after I rebelled and I left my former marriage, um, I got led to a spiritual mentor. And I never had one of those before. You know, I didn't really know what that, that was very different than psychology, right? Yes. And uh, so that's when the door opened for me. I actually uh, joined a spiritual, uh, earth-based uh, spirituality group where I started learning about the four agreements, which I think the book, The Four yes. Agreements by Domingo Ruiz should yes. be in every 
third graders' hands. Yeah. <laughs> and like, actually, for people who don't know, because I, I live by those codes, please tell people what the four agreements are because they're oh so simple and they make so much sense. It's so simple, but it's <laughs> difficult to do. Okay, so <laughs> the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. Mm -hmm. The second agreement is to not take anything personally, which mm -hmm. I know I had a lot, a lot of problems with. The third one is don't make assumptions which many of us do. And then the fourth agreement is to save us from ourselves when we do all of the other three agreements incorrectly, which is <laughs> do your best. Yes. You know? so, Measured because, by yourself, not somebody else. By yourself. Right? Yeah. So I read that book and I was, it made so much sense. And I thought, oh, I got this. And I started to go out to do it and it didn't work. And I actually read that book 40 times front to back when I first started my journey, like mm. I finished it and went back to the beginning. I finished it. I went back to the beginning because I knew I had to reprogram my brain for a whole yes. new way of thinking about life. So, so that was pivotal for me, really pivotal for my mind. Um, but what was more significant even than that, which is hard to believe because that's very significant is that I had a, uh, spiritual healing, a shamanic healing from my teacher at the time, Gary Starnes. And you know, I went, you know, in my mind, I was very judgmental and I was in this place of um, self-judgment and irritation and impatience and, you know, self-deprecation, just all the monsters, you know, <laughs> were toying with me. And I, you know, my mind never shut up ever. And I was, uh, so I'm lying on the floor in his office on a rug and I'm thinking to myself as I'm lying there for this healing. I have downgraded, you know, like I was on a couch before you know, <laughs> and now I'm on the floor. Like this is getting worse, you know, but I'd been in his class for a couple of weeks and I was like, you know what? All right, Carrie, just shut your mind. Just, just because probably you're getting in the way of this. <laughs> yes. And I started to realize I was getting in the way, you know? So I was like, all right, I'm just going to be quiet if I can. And I'm going to listen to the drum because he was drumming. He was drumming his drum and he was, he was going on a journey. He was going on a shamanic journey with his drum into my auric field with my guys to take a journey to find out what was the source, like what was the root trauma that was causing me to act the way I was acting and to show up in my life the way I was showing up. And he, it was interesting. He was drumming. So I said, I'm just going to listen to drums. So I started listening to the drum. And the moment I made that decision to relax and allow it to happen, I felt this presence come in over me, over my entire body. And it was so loving and so kind and so light and etheric. And I'd never felt anything like that before. And it stopped me in my tracks because the second I felt that, he stopped drumming. And I remember saying to him, oh, oh my God, the spirit is here. <laughs> and he said, you're so perceptive. I love that about you. And then he started doing the work and he was pulling energy out of my heart mm -hmm. and I felt it and he was flicking it and I felt him flick it and he was pulling energy off of my arms and, and I felt him do it. I felt it happen. So something really fundamental shifted inside of me in that healing session because I felt something that I'd never felt before. I didn't realize that I was made of multiple things. I always thought I was one solid thing. And when he started taking things out and I felt it and it was invisible, but I felt it, 
it, it changed my whole perception about myself in that moment. And by the end of the session, I was fundamentally changed and I knew I was. So after 45, I said 45 minutes. Okay, that works. What, I don't care what that is. Whatever it is, not only am I going to do that for myself, mm-hmm. but I am going to learn how to do that for others because yeah. that shit works. You know, excuse the language, yeah. but like, I, I mean, I was like, that works. I'm doing that. And I said, that's just, that was like a, a right degree turn for me. I started mm-hmm. learning how to do this thing called spiritual healing, energy, medicine, whatever label you want to put on right. it, you know, being a hollow bone, clearing out my stuff that makes me stuck in my dimensional self, my third dimensional self, and then opening up this channel where I could, I could have a whole new experience of life. And it's been amazing. Mm. I highly recommend it. Yes. yes. <laughs> People don't realize because, you know, they see flesh and bone and they know there's blood. Even when you talk about the bodies being 70% water, go, what? You know, and it's just, we, we, we choose to just take things at face value without understanding the multiple layers. Everything has layers to it. Everything is like a mathematical equation. And everything is so perfectly designed to be in sync. And, you know, you talked about the earthly plane. For me, it was the difficulty of being an earthling because I've always been the spiritual being who came here to do, you know, ignite the hearts and the souls. And this earthly thing stuff was just like, (laughs) oh, my God, this is so difficult. People are so mean to each other. Everybody's so cruel. It's so hard being an earthling and feeding and, and supporting this body with all this negativity around us. And that's always been my battle. Um, and, you know, my escapism is into that spirituality because I was a spiritual person first. But we don't realize how multidimensional are, or how, um, how many layers there are into connection. But I love the fact that you phrased the third dimension. And, you know, the third dimension is very much um, flight or fight. You know, it's everything is reactionary. When you say, you know, don't take things personally, you're going to take things personally. (laughs) Totally. You know, don't assume, you're going to assume everything. You're never going to ask. You know, I speak your word with impeccable. The first thing that comes out of my mouth, it's a defense mechanism, you know, and do your very best. No, 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 I've got to be better than the next person. You know, that's the third dimensional thinking. And when we kind of step back and go, whoa, how is this serving me? This is holding me back. This is holding me down. Um, we're never going to get up to that next dimension. And so many people now have woken up to that fourth dimension. You would just skip the fourth, went straight to the fifth. So, you know, <laughs> you know press go, do not pass. <laughs> but those that have gone to the fourth dimension have suddenly realized sensory, there's more to me. I feel things. I don't understand what they are, but I'm inquisitive. I want to know what it is. And then fifth dimension are people who have stepped into a, a purpose, stepped into a calling. And now we're looking at six, seven and eight and opening up and not being so surprised by it because it's just wonderment. But it's, if we stay just in our earth boundness, it's painful, isn't it? Being well, yeah, I did that for 20 years. And yes. a lot of people are doing that. It, I did that for a lot longer. <laughs> it's hard. Yes. You, you're, it's kludgy. It's, you know, there's this great metaphor that I tell people now 
besides just my experience, like 20 years on a couch, like plodding through it, trying to force it and make myself yeah. different and nothing would shift. It's, I'm a smart woman. I went to an yeah. Ivy league school. I'm very smart. I, I could have solved it by then. If I could have solved it in third dimension, I would have, if I could have solved it from my mind, I would have. Yes. The thing is I realized in that energy session, that, that first healing session was that it was energetic. It was like, it was an energetic thing that needed to be moved. And once that thing was moved, I mean, my teacher often said to me, Carrie, it's like, it's like we, we, we packed a little snowball at the top of the <laughs> tallest glacier. You know, and We just like started pushing it down the mountain and you just gained steam. Like it's yes. kind of like that, like your mm -hmm. healing just goes. So, but here's a story from another teacher I had, Alberto Vialdo, who is a, a teacher of indigenous wisdom from you know, the Andes mountains. He's a bridge from the Carol shamans. He said, he often tells his story. He said, listen, when you're trying to solve a problem on earth, most people today, like, let's say a river is going to, is going to run right through a town. Most people today get out the plows, they get out the trucks, they get out the shovels, they do all this backbreaking work to try to like divert the river, right? They, well, they don't, you know, they're just trying to build walls and, and fortify things to make the river not go. But the shaman doesn't do any of that. The shaman walks up the stream a couple of miles and puts a finger in the river. So what does he do when he puts a finger in the river? He, he sends it a message. He gives a communication with the river and the river says, oh, it's causing a problem that I'm going this way. All right, I can shift from this point in the river ever so slightly. And by the time it gets down there to the town, it's going to completely bypass the town. Mm -hmm. That's called, you know, really being in a different dimension, connecting with all that is and opening up your consciousness to be able to communicate with all that is in that way, to be able to create harmony with everything that's happening on the earth beyond just humans. I mean, humans. We've made it all about us, but it's not yes. all about oh, us. Gosh, yes. But, you know, going back to water, finger in the water, we're 70% water. You know, how about we put the finger in our own water and say, divert. <laughs> divert, yeah, divert the thinking here. <laughs> yes. You know, change the thought process. And, you know, we, we, you talked about 40 times reading that book. And, you know, they say it takes at least eight times to change a thought. And if a, if a pattern is totally entrenched, it's going to take a lot longer. And, you know, for you, it was kind of that programming. You knew, you knew, you knew that there was something in here that you were missing, but you had to have somebody remove those blockages, those barriers, re-divert your water so that you could open up. And once you opened up, wah, you know, everything made sense. So uh, uh, we can only do so much work from the mind. We need yeah. the energy shifters to re-divert our water, re-divert our chi, our energy through our body. Because if we don't do that, we don't connect with the soul, the heart, and the spirit, which has its own intellect. It needs to be in harmony with the mind, not just the mind working. This is where we go wrong. We think too much. We don't there's feel. There's way too much thinking. Mm. Well, there's not only too much thinking, sir, there's too much <laughs> storytelling. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a fan of storytelling if you're going to tell a good story. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if it's aligned to truth, awesome. But for a lot of my life, the reason it got so dastardly and dark 
was because of all those weekly psychotherapy sessions, actually, because I would mm. go in there week after week Repeating and tell the story. same story mm. with powerful emotions. And unbeknownst to me at the time, I was putting that out into the universe yes. every single week with all this powerful intention and words and belief. And it was the universe saying, okay, you want more of that. And then I would yeah. get more. It wouldn't get better. It no. would either stay the same or get worse. It's worrying a soul. If you've got a sore, you don't keep rubbing it. You're just going to make it a Grand Canyon, right? It's, you know, it's, you've got to feed or got to water seed and feed what you want. Don't keep harping on on what you don't want. And we can't spiritual bypass. So this is the delicate line that I've been learning how to walk within myself. And I think it's a journey that each of us has to take for self-mastery is how to, and I love the way the shamans do this. So it's how to be aware of the shadowy thing that you need to release, Mm -hmm. acknowledge, validate, and then let go of. And then how to be in the higher vibration and lift yourself to that by clearing away this old energy. Mm -hmm. So I love during a shamanic healing, what actually happens in the jungle, I love the jungle shamans, is that they will, first of all, they get your mind opened up to another dimension, you know, through uh, plant medicine, right? So your mind, you're not in your your egoic self quite so densely, you know, so your little wiggle room. And then they sing a song. They sing a beautiful Icaro. They sing this beautiful healing song. You are, you are fixated on the song because it's, it's gorgeous. When we hear music, Mm -hmm. it's mesmerizing. We pay attention to that while the shaman's singing to you. He or she is just clearing away Mm -hmm. the illusory story that is fear-based that you keep telling about yourself it's just energy and yeah. so it's just like while your attention's here on the beautiful playful notes the shaman's down here clearing this out you know because <laughs> it's not true and you believe it so when you get done you're like wow all of a sudden that's not such a big deal to me anymore <laughs> you right. don't need to know how it works it's okay yeah yes yes you know for me it was um a woman with a pendulum that removed at the time 152 lifetimes because you know it was constantly running into a brick wall and I couldn't go over it, under it, or anything. I just, you know, what? I tried blasting it. Nothing would move this wall. And then she came along just with her pendulum and just started clearing these lifetimes that were causing the blockage. And it was very, very interesting because six years later, when I asked my husband for a divorce, his casual comment was, that bloody pendulum woman, she took the control I had over you away from me. So that's how much it worked, right? Because... And once I was clear of all those past lifetimes that are built brick by brick by, you know, brick, this wall as a defense system, I suppose, which was stopping me from moving forward. Once that wall was blasted out, you know, it was like a, a wobbly jelly out in the wild, you know, having to find my footing, having to discover who is Sarah in this lifetime. What am I here to do now? I can take wisdom from the past, but I have to let whatever held me down go. And it, that's, that's the reason why the station is called self-discovery, because that self-discovery of who we are and what we're here to do is a most beautiful exploratory journey that we can never take, isn't it? It is. It's amazing. Well, that's what the Toltec people, <coughs> the four agreements, that is the lineage uh, that Don Miguel, he's a uh, Toltec. That lineage is all about removing the domestication of your mind. I mean, mm. so they're telling you that, you know, in this life you were born with a little as a sponge and you just soaked it all up like yeah sure it's all true soak 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 
You know, like you think it's all good for you. And it could be like the most toxic thing, but you don't know the difference because you're no. just a baby. And by the time you get to be of a conscious age, though, like right around people started waking up. When people were waking up earlier, but I didn't wake up till I was in my early 40s, you know. And then I had to go, oh, I'm not any of that. Oh, my goodness. Like there's so much. It felt to me like this, that, you know, that game Jenga where like, yes. You, okay. So I felt like it was Jenga and I'm like pulling out these foundational pieces mm -hmm. and the whole thing is wobbling around because I'm taking out like the whole foundation of my life was built on conditions and belief systems that were not actually very good for me. So I needed to reframe my whole foundation. Right. And just a point on the Jenga. I watched a video the other day of a dog playing Jenga with its owner and this dog was just wow. so meticulous, just would go and pull a piece. And it, and it did it about three or four times before the thing fell. And I, that is intuition at its peak. It you know, wasn't just going for a piece. It was thinking. It was looking. And it was just strategically pulling out one piece at a time. And just brilliant, you know. And it's like if we look at our animals right now and we look yeah. at how intuitively brilliant they are, how in tuned they are, how vibrational they are, and realize we are those creatures as well. Where have we got this thing that we're superior? That's it called ego. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I've learned in the jungle. I know our paths are very different, but that's one of the things that I've learned is that plant teachers actually, like plants are mm. teachers. Yes. They're very all, all wise. Yes. Yes. The stones in my mesa, I have a mesa, which is a medicine bundle of um, rocks and crystals, stones that I use to help me in my healing ceremonies. Those things are very wise. And do they talk to me with words? No. no. But there's like a knowing that happens it. when I'm open to it. It has to be when I'm open to it, when I'm out of my egoic self mm -hmm. and I'm like in an expanded meditative state or even just quieter in my mind. I'm not in busy mode. I'm not in beta brain. But if I say I'm alpha or theta state, then I know things. Those stones tell me things all the time. And my, my pendulum tells me all the time when I'm using my pendulum correctly. And the plants, man, they're from other places across the galaxy is what I know now from yeah. my journeys with them. And they're very wise. Like they have a lot to teach us. And so if, you know, these shamans that work in the jungle, they're having a whole different experience of life, of mm. learning from plant teachers that are across the whole galaxy and learning from animal teachers that live in the jungle. Like they are having a completely different experience of life than most workaday people in, a, in you know, the Western culture who like just go to work and think that they're, that everything stops with them in their computer or their handheld device. It, there, that is just so boring compared to what's happening in the jungle. Okay, yeah. like, and, and they actually have, have, so, have so much more wisdom than the people with the MBA totally. and the BBA and the DDA. You know, because that is knowledge that, you know, that any computer can have. It's it's knowing your knowingness. You know, the knowingness when when the soul speaks to your gut in truth and it goes to your heart in resonance and it goes to your spirit interaction and your mind knows what it needs to know when it needs to know it. That knowingness is the vibration that they work on. They just that is, and I've been and everything speaks to it when it needs to know. You need to know this. This I'm downloading it to you. Yeah, and that's the way I live my life now, Sarah. Yeah. As I know you do. Yeah. And I had somebody very third dimensional, you know, who was in the legal field, <laughs> tell me, ask me a question like, "What's your evidence of X, Y, and Z?" And I looked at him and I said, 
I don't need evidence. I know it. <laughs> you know, yes. Like, yes. And he had just stopped him cold. Like he didn't have yes. any more questions. I was like, <laughs> I know it. Yeah. <laughs> like in the way that I said that was a vibrational message actually to him. He did, he had stopped him in his tracks yes. because he knew I knew it. So yes. That, and he knew that I knew it. And the, the fact, whatever fact he had confirmed that I knew it. So it was like a moot point. So yeah. everything becomes a moot point. This is the thing I started off in my, you know, isn't it funny how your life leads you in all these little circles so mm. that you're learning exactly the thing you need to learn. And a large part of my life was spent with people who were naysayers and uh, cynics. Mm. And that was on purpose for my soul journey. Yes. Right. Because they're poke, poke, poke at you, poke, 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 try to undermine the carpet out. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. Here's my evidence manual is like way bigger than yours. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, all of that, like, you know, defending territory based on evidence. Oh, yeah. and my evidence is better than yours. And a lot of our world is operating that way right now. And it's so petty. Yes. It's so petty and it's so shallow. It's so insecure. And it's hollow. Yes. Okay. It's totally hollow. So my journey has been away from that modality, you know, having been subjected to, I hated that modality. I really can't stand it. So my inclination now with this path, because I would always get insecure around it, right? Because I don't have like, I'm not willing to go find more evidence than you. I don't want to engage in like the right and wrong game. I'm not right. interested in that. I'm interested in the bigger truth and I've always been interested in the bigger truth. I want to know the deeper thing. I want the experience of it so that I know it for myself yeah. because once I know something for myself, nobody can refute what I know. I know mm -hmm. it. I experienced it and I know it. And that's really what this journey is about. You know, going to the fourth, fifth, upper dimensions is yes. about experiencing it for yourself and knowing it for yourself and not needing anybody else outside of you to validate it for you. And the beauty of it is, is you know it in your truth. You meet someone else who's gone through a similar experience. They know it from their truth. There is a fundamental basis of all of those truths, but there's a different view and perspective from each one of them, which then allows that truth to expand. It's not a competition. It's yes. a collaboration that when you put all those pieces together and go, ah, oh, now I see the bigger picture. And that's why we always need to share those perspectives. We need to share the understanding because what you're feeling from your perspective in its divine truth is your truth, as is that person, as is that person. When we're willing to put that together, as I say, this is your instrument. When you bring it to the orchestra and you play in harmony together, look at what you can make. Look at the symphony that can resonate out to other people. So we're responsible for the instrument and for our knowledge. But now what do we do with it? It's here yes. for a purpose. It's here for a service. And we need yes. to bring it to the whole and understand everybody else's instrument is just as important. It's now how do you put them synergistically together? Well, and the, you know, one of the key, place, uh, key pieces within everybody's psychology that needs adjusting is uh, this ancient piece that we have that's the reptilian brain. Okay, so the <laughs> reptilian brain is there to save your butt. You know, like it saves your butt from imminent danger. But the problem with it is that it's been conditioned over the, over the whole course of humanity to keep you tribalistic, to keep yeah. you, you know, conforming to stay in a tribe, otherwise you'll die. And that's a very old um, but very powerful urge inside of you to conform or die. Mm -hmm. And that's the really the pivotal piece that needs uh, releasing at this time because the bigger picture is what you're talking about. I got it in a different way from the great spirit. What I got, the message I got to bring, which I love, is like it's 
it's always so simple. It's right on your body is your thumbprint. So like <laughs> you have a unique thumbprint. Nobody else has one. Right. That same thumbprint and nobody will ever have that thumbprint. Right. And so it was almost like the gray spirit was telling me, listen, you're, you, you're going to be the only one that ever goes in that thumbprint suit. So you're the one that's got to really understand it inside and out and explore it. Because if you don't, it'll never get explored. It will, it will go away. It's temporary and it will never be revisited. So this mm. is your one chance to like really know this thumbprint suit. And that's the same for every one of us. So yeah. do, are each of us unique? Yes. Are each of us intentional? Yes. By design? Yes. Are we all experiencing the same reality? No. No, <laughs> no, no. 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 <laughs> we are not. And we uh, are not going to. We'll have points of intersection. Yes. We'll have points where we can like see across the fence and understand each other. But we're not having this. So stop trying to think that you can go to a church and have exactly the same experience as everybody else and belong. And that, that your sense of belonging is the fact that you all have the same common experience that yeah. needs to go away. That piece is not correct. And, you know, we've also got to look at that certain spiritual practices are just really a carbon copy of religion, you know, but just using spiritual speak. The moment you put a wall behind something, you know, a wall around energy, the moment you put restrictions there, the moment you start dictating, you lose the power. You know, love vibration is something that wants to climb and flow and be free and come in and out of you and all around you and everything that you touch. It has to have that freedom. Not that you can only have love if, or you can only worthy of love if you do this, or if you do that. No, there is no if. Rise up to love. It's a frequency. Get there. Once you're there, it is delve right into it, become it, spend it, touch it, expand it. It's all that beautiful energy that just needs expansion and no restriction. I love that you're saying that. I, you know, we can't wall off love or mm -mm. cut off a flow of love. I had an experience I've been working through in my life. Many of you might resonate with this with um, a parent who is very polar opposite to me and super challenging for me mm -hmm. <laughs> in my growth. Okay. And so I had walled her off on a separate river. Like I'd gone, okay, you're over on that side and I'm, you know, you're not like in my river anymore. You're out of my river. I'll send you a postcard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the thing is that it was hurting me. And I, I, yeah. I had a, Sarah, I had a, a meditation where I was like, oh, this is actually really damaging because Anything where love would naturally flow, mm. but you're preventing it from flowing there, the energy is just like a river that's gotten dammed off, yeah. and it's not getting energy going to it. It gets stagnant, it gets putrid, it gets toxic, and it gets worse and worse and worse, and that person is going to act out more and more and more and more until you reconnect the flow mm. to the rest of your love. And so you that this is like no more separation. And yeah. this is also a message for the light workers. Like I know you people do not like it when somebody's negative and you're like, I don't want any negativity wall, block, mm. ignore, you know, that is the same thing. Everything belongs in one river. Now it's all one river. There's no walling it off. There's no pushing it aside. There's no blaming or shaming it. There's no judging it as bad. It's all here. It's all part of the one source. It's, it's meant to be here. The balance. So it is. And so like embrace it, stop shunning it because you're only hurting yourself by shunning it. And you're big enough. Love is big enough to hold it all. And it's also when you give love to people, 
I have a sister like this. She has no clue what I do. Doesn't quite understand anything that I do. Proud of me because I'm doing something that's having an effect, but doesn't know what it is. I just don't speak my work to her, but that doesn't mean that I don't send love to her. In fact, I'm going to be visiting her in September. And it will, we have channels that we can communicate on, but I can still send all that love to her and she'll receive it in a way that she can absorb it, right? It's not for me to dictate how she absorbs it or what she does with it. I just send her the love and it, you know, hopefully there's a big enough sieve there that it will work its way through. And whether she understands that vibrational love from me or not, it doesn't matter. Um, it's just that love is there helping her in any way that she knows. And that's the communication. We'll have the verbal communication on a limited plane, but I have that love communication, which can be abundant and she'll receive it in whichever way she needs to. And I, what I love about what you just said is that you're, what you didn't say is that you expected something in return. Oh gosh, no. I mean, <laughs> and also I know that my sister really does love me and she's very kind and generous, but she's limited in her thinking because she's been unwilling to take that journey. You know, she's still living very much in the fear and the restrictions of what do people think and everything else. And she's turning 78 and not likely to change in this lifetime. But perhaps if I feed the soul and the heart and the spirit, that will awaken in her next lifetime. And that will be the driving force instead of the fear. And I, you know, I've come to understand that the challenges that we face with these, especially intimate people from our family of origin, particularly, mm -hmm. that it is an opportunity to go into your own personal shadow mm -hmm. to really, you know, you're here now. Do you know that you're from someplace else and you're a bigger being and you're, yes, mm -hmm. and you're in the thumbprint suit. So yeah. it's important to deal with a thumbprint suit that you're in and actually take it seriously. It has a voice, it has concerns, it has feelings, you know, like, that's an aspect of you and who you're being in this lifetime. And it's important to acknowledge those feelings, like we said before, without, you know, getting lost in, the, lost in it. And, you know, the thing that I think a lot of lightworkers also do is, like, forgive things way too quickly. Like, um, in terms of just opening back up to more of the same from the person. Mm. So boundaries are important. Yes. Boundaries with love are super important. Acknowledging the pain, you know, communicating that is important. And also just the expectation is clear. Like if you're dealing with somebody who you assess as a younger soul than you, then you cannot expect no. that they're going to be able to meet you where you are. So, no. you know, and I know we all have high standards. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, no, just because <laughs> we, we're drinking the water and, and like, it, you've got to come and dive right in, you know, for some <laughs> people it's the little toe and, and, and suddenly get this vibration going up their body and they run scared. You know, it's everybody is going to, um, ascend into their, into their wisdom as they're willing to take the journey and when the time is ready. And on those synchronistic connections that push the right buttons to open up the channels. And for some people, it's not this lifetime. Yes, and you've got to honor and respect that yeah. because every single person on this plane of existence is a conscious being with choice. Yeah. This is the biggest piece I had to learn, and I just stress this because, oh my gosh, because my function, and I think it's important to know yourself, right? Know yourself and know what your function is. My function, one of my functions, I have a big heart, and I'm able to um, open up people's hearts 
in such a way as they can't help but release whatever emotion they're feeling that I'm channeling at that time. Mm -hmm. So as I'm sharing something vulnerable, if I have a big, powerful emotion, my big, powerful resonance of that emotion opens up everybody's heart that's around me and they're Mm going to purge it. They're going to purge it right out. Some people don't want to do that. Yeah. So this is by invitation, you know, so this is knowing the power, like, I've had to learn my own power mm-hmm. and I've, how, I've had to learn how to um, process my own stuff um, using, you know, have groups where I process my stuff or with a mentor or coach or somebody or it helps me to process all that. So important to have a mentor and a community where you can be full on out who you are, like yes. full out as big as like as big and intense as you need to be in order to fully express, you need a group like that. You need a community to do that. You need a network like this, like self-discovery yeah. media. Yes. That's, that's who we have here. People who've embraced who they really are. And that's, yeah, that's this is important. Very important. And you need that. You need that so that you can show up as a bridge, other places you go with an invitation rather than an automatic like sharing or or you know opening the door that may not be ready to be open so it's it's kind of inspiration for invitation when they're inspired by your light it's an invitation for them to walk forth then they're ready to open the door you know and yeah it's painful to watch somebody kind of like do stuff to themselves that's really bad for them you know i've seen some stuff happened in my family that somebody I really care about, um, you know, overeats and way too much soda and all the things, right? And as anxiety and taking all the pills. And for me, you know, I founded the Skills Not Pills movement because I really believe like we don't need those pills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, it's hurting us. It's not helping. It, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I will say that. But I think overall, we can get to a space where we can heal ourselves. I know our bodies are capable of it. I know our souls are very mm-hmm. powerful. And when you get into that realm, you know, these upper dimensions, you don't need a third dimensional, like temporary solution. Yeah. You are the solution. Don't need the bandaid. You're the solution. Yeah. You yeah. have everything inside of you that you need, but it takes a mastery to get there. It also takes mastery to watch people wherever they're at and not judge it. You know, yes. have compassion and love, but not judge. It's yes. super hard. And that of course is a very human condition, the judgment. Yeah. And it's very hard because, you know, the, sometimes that judgment is just frustration. You know, why can't they see it? Why can't they do it? And, and again, it's, you know, everybody is responsible for their own journey. Everybody is accountable for their own choices. You, what happens to you, you may not have a choice on. You have a choice in how you react and what you learn from it and what you become because of it. And it's that choice that you decide that it's, you know, I might be knocked down right now. You know, I may be on the carpet right now, <laughs> but it's being willing to be open up and go, okay, I'm at the bottom. I can only go up from here. What have I learned from this? What am I meant to discover out of this? And don't again, let the mind engage in that. Let the heart and soul engage in that because then the realization of what it was all for will come to pass. All the people, including yourself that I've interviewed here, that have taken that beautiful life's journey has come from a place that they were disconnected. And some people were really, I mean, they have had horrific things happen to them. And the challenges that they've had to face are are extreme. But they were willing to go through the process of life in that self-discovery and who they are today because of that, in their meaningful purpose, in their calling, in their service to humanity, 
um, and to spirit. They, every single one of them said, I don't care what journey I had to get here. The fact that I'm here is where I'm meant to be. And this is the love of self and love of everything I do and love of life. And you've got to be willing to go through the process. There is no quick downloadable app. There is no listen one hour program and you will be fixed. It, stop looking at yourself as broken. Just disconnected. You haven't got all the wires plugged in. Open up the channels and then go through the process and see where see who you become. Because it's wondrous, isn't it? It is. You know, and I think that once you're woke and you're reconnected and you have that soul-led guidance, mm -hmm. <clears throat> a lot of times we get downloads, you know, like share mm -hmm. this with somebody. That's important to heed. But there's a way of doing it that makes it softer and by yes. invitation that, that gives them their sovereignty and their dignity. And, you know, this is us modeling that courageous conversation. And I really feel like this is what a courageous heart is all about. We were yes. talk, this is what, this is the gist of it. It's like knowing what you know, what you know, and allowing somebody else the dignity of their journey. And when you get that prompt, you know, to have the courage in your heart to have that courageous conversation in such a way that it opens a door and it might look something like, you know, somebody's sharing with you this horrible thing and it might look something like you say, oh my gosh, you're really touching my heart right yeah. now. You're really opening my heart with this. And I have a similar um, mm -hmm. situation in my past and I, I would love to share it with you. It's very vulnerable. And if you're open to hearing it, I would love to share with you what happened and what I did what I did with it. it would, would you be open? Yeah. That's, that's a question. You know, that's something they can say yes or no to. Now they have, they have a prompt and they can, they can choose to open the door. Right. Well, that's the thing is that you are inspiring people who are listening to this right now who would love to connect. Well, why can't I connect? I'm doing all the thing, yoga, cross-legged, um, ah, you know, and nothing is <laughs> happening, right? And it's like, how do I connect? And I'm like, she, she read it 40 times. You know, she ended up on the carpet. <laughs> that was my path. I mean, <laughs> your path would be totally different. Exactly. You know? But being inspired the fact of your struggles, to your enlightenment and then when it was when you surrendered you know couch to floor I'm on the floor I may as well just surrender and when you <laughs> surrendered that's when the connection came and if that is not an inspiration to someone who is on that journey right if that is not an invitation to reach out to you and say guide me or help me or speak to me because I hear you I'm trying and sometimes we try too hard we don't allow if we allow things to happen, we will be guided. We're so busy to try and do it by numbers. That's earth living. Yeah, you numbers. can't see That's your own eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I love what you said too about you just need to get reconnected. And that's why it's important to have a guide who's already crossed yes. and able to, to bridge the different dimensions because yes. somebody who's rewiring, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the electrician. <laughs> you get different eyes and yes. you get different ears. And you get a different knowing in your heart when you've made yeah. the journey to fifth dimension and beyond. You just, yeah. You're just rewired in a different way that it makes it easier to see at a, you know, when you're listening to somebody or, or seeing them what the blocks are. You're just able to know it in a different way that's quicker. So it's helpful to work with somebody who's already made the journey and, you know, and to know that the journey continues. So that's where I let go of my ego because I know this, my journey's not done. You know, like I know what, what my spirit has got planned for me to the next few steps anyway. And it's, it's big and it's, uh, 
you know, it's coming out of the closet and coming out of the shadows mm. and standing in the light and being as big as I can, as bright as I can, and as hard open and courageous as I can. That's a big calling for me. Now, that is just as challenging for me as my old self when I made that decision to go and join this healing group and try something new. That was, that was just as monumental at the time for me, yes. a decision, as the what I'm doing now. But you so, made a choice. To I did. Speak, to search, to explore, right? And, and that was a big decision. Yes. There's so much fear that comes up around that decision. Yes. And I want to say, like, if you're, you know, if you're in that spot where you're like, I know I need to do something new. I know it's next. I know I've got to open to this new thing. I, I feel this burning passion inside of me. I know the time is now. I keep hearing the time is now. The time is now. <laughs> and I don't know what that means or whatever I'm supposed to do about it. Then, but I feel this fear because like I've got the house and the 2.5 kids and the car and mm. responsibilities and I've got to take care of this and all of that stuff. The earthly stuff. Mm. Is not the priority mm. in the fifth dimension. No, it doesn't mean you're not provided for. It means that as you take the step across, I like to say it as a threshold, as you step across the threshold and you commit, and usually you plunk down some money with somebody because that's how spirit knows you made the commitment. Yes. I mean, it's just, we're operating with money in the third dimension. So it's sharing of energies and it's done sharing of energy, it's right? whatever, it's currency. Mm -hmm. As soon as you, you do it and it's somewhat painful for you to do that because you've got to face fear and you're terrified, yeah. as soon as you do it, you're, you are met yeah. the moment you do it. You are met. So it's the key part is getting across the threshold. <laughs> like that, but it's also to be the biggest part. You, you know, uh, yeah, you, you can go by, down many, yeah. many avenues. But when you meet somebody where you're in that frequency, somebody yeah. who you resonate with their frequency, that person hears your frequency. If you're not on that same wavelength, you're not going to be able to rewire them or help them rewire themselves. They, that's the reason why you are open to listening. And yeah, learning. because everybody's different. Exactly. So yeah. you're not going to be able to help everybody no. out there. You're going to help the people that are within your frequency parameter. Yeah. And you can so if you're seeing you butterflies. You've got to rise up to it, right? <laughs> it's not you coming down to get them. They've got to, as you say, cross that bridge, get they to do. that threshold. That means you've raised your frequency up to a point where you're ready to open the door. You're there to meet and greet them. Hello, come on in. Let's try you. <laughs> and there's different, like I'm in, I'm more of the earth based traditions. So people that feel really resonant with being earthly and being on the earth and being connected with the earth, like that's my people. And if you're seeing a lot of butterflies and hummingbirds, it's a really good sign. You know, yes. <laughs> I think that you need to be working with me. Yes. Because the hummingbirds and the butterflies, they pester my people. Okay. Right. <laughs> and, my people. And, but you know, again, going back to nature, the, yeah. the, the knowledge that the hummingbird and the butterflies are giving you is subliminally, right? The way they're speaking to you, the energy that they're feeding you is, as you say, is your sign. You know, that means you know, here's the neon sign. You know, <laughs> it's the neon sign. I mean, people you know, have strange Oh, I think encounters. I need to go to that hummingbird woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> people have strange encounters with hummingbirds and butterflies. <laughs> They're like, oh, I saw that this butterfly wouldn't leave me alone, or this hummingbird kept swooping down in front of my face. Like, I had this one woman tell me that this hummingbird was swooped down in front of my face and hover and then leave and then swoop down in front of I was like, okay, maybe I need to look this up. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's that's the, the, you know they're your 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 little energy workers who are connecting yeah. with you. Oh, I've got the frequency you're looking for. She's over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've got other people where they have totally different medicine. You know, I've got yeah. a really good friend who works with angel guides. Like, and yes. if you want to work with angels, like she's your gal. You know, yeah. she's the one. So it just depends on what you're here to do. You know, I'm here yes. to, to help people evolve their consciousness and lose their identification with like whatever they think they are right now, the conditioned self that they created, like whoever you think you are, the life you built, that's not fulfilling. I, I'm here to like transcend that, you know, yes. like we opened the door and I start you on a spiritual journey. That's your journey. I don't tell you how to go. I just provide tools, yes. meditations, healings to unblock you and you'll find the way I connect you with your guides. I, you know, <laughs> do all the rewiring with you yeah. and then you're, you're like on your journey. Yeah. And you become that yeah. mentor for them, you know, when they're, yeah. when they find themselves off kilter, you know, oh, there's a wire come loose. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens. It happens. Yes. People get really, you know, when people come for a healing session, this is the coolest thing I love is that when, and whenever I've done a powerful healing session or people come to me, it's like when they get up from the table and that really disoriented feeling that happens, like what just happened? Who am I? And I love that moment. Yes. And I say, hold that. Yes. Don't put it back the way it was. Right. Because <laughs> you're realigning to a truer thing that you're just uncomfortable with now. You've got more space to grow. That probably feels uncomfortable because you're used to being like caged. Yeah. You know, like you got more room, you're freer, and you're, you've got a bigger aspect of you coming in. Don't put it back the way it was. That's my big recommendation, especially after retreats. People go away for retreats and yeah. things like that. They get all expanded. And then they try to put it all back. Don't. Yeah. You know, you're going from the straight jacket to the caftan. You want the caftan because the air can run fluently through there and you, you know, you've got your own wings. You, know, you don't yes. want a straight jacket. And, no. and sometimes that straight jacket, it's like when a baby is born, they swaddle it in blankets well my kids were immediately give me my hands out <laughs> you know, yes. ask me to don't bind me you know i want to be able to flap free and it's um some people will be more receptive to it because they're looking for that freedom right. and other people it's 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 a a rather scary journey initially to kind of like oh my god this is what my flesh feels like <laughs> you know because you're going to feel yourself in a different way aren't you Totally. It opens up a whole new perspective. You mm. change, you, all of a sudden your alignment shifts, you'll like something that you never even thought you would love. Or you find a new gift that you had inside of you buried and then your life takes a right degree turn and some people fall off and that's, you know, that can be hard, but then like new people come in, you know? Yes. So like, yes. this is a journey, like stop trying to control it. Right. You know? and, and like just all of a sudden you can hear the trees and, and the bees and the wind yeah. is talking to you and you go, Oh, Okay, I'm understanding this now because I'm tuned in. Now tell people about the second wave, transcending the human drama. Yeah, so I've, I've channeled a book uh, this year. It's my first, I didn't know I was writing a book this year until my guides told me mm. I was writing one. And it's called The Second Wave, Transcending the Human Drama. It's written for those people who feel a deep purpose, uh, that they feel calling, they feel it's urgent, they feel like there's something really important they should be doing right about now, mm. And they can't exactly remember what it is, or maybe you you do know what it is, but you're not totally catalyzed. You you need some support. You might be still stuck in your story, your drama about you know your family or your life so far. And so this book is 
timely. It's for this year, particularly, and especially before the Lions Gate, which opens on 8-8. So we want to get it, you know, we want to do as much as we can before then, which is why I'm releasing the book on July 27th. And uh, it has activations. It tells you, uh, the whole book is an activation. I mean, you read the book, it's an activation because you're going to realize things about your ancestry. You're going to remember things about why you chose the body you chose, why you chose the family you chose, why you came in. You're going to realize that. And it's really important to know right now because as we move into 2020, we want to have made the shift ourselves. The guides are saying, yes. you know, if you, if you miss the 8-8, eight, eight, it's fine because it's really through the end of the year. Yeah. 2020 is when the big catalyzed shift is going to happen, January through July. And the second wave, we need to be ready mm-hmm. for the onslaught of everybody else who's going to start waking up and needing support. So right. you need to close the book of fate and open the book of destiny before mm-hmm. that happens. Okay. So this book is timely. It's important to get it, read it. And we have a community that I'm starting up. It's called the pulse. And we're going to pulse out messages every single week about this. So you stay updated on what's happening. The guys are going to channel messages through me. This, this is bigger than me. You know, yes. I am just, a ch- I am just a conduit. I am channeling it out there. It's not the, it's not the Carrie Hummingbird show, although I like being the host of it. So, <laughs> you know, like, it's just fun. And so we're really, we're taking it to the next level now, Sarah. I personally am very excited about this. I know one of the first activations I'm going to do for these, I'm going to do drum journey circles around uh, different cities. Mm. And they've just told me today that what I'll be doing is aligning, helping people to grab a hold of their highest destiny line available to them at this time, Mm -hmm. connecting that in with the rainbow bridge, and then pulling that as a whole activation, like down through their entire being, almost like a rainbow suit, you know? Yes. And and that's going to help, and we're going to shake loose whatever's like, you know, stuck, uh, that's keeping you from going that full direction. That is just to help you um, have a better knowing of the path that you need to walk in your own physical body embodied uh, of the rainbow bridge for you, for your highest destiny line. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, the messaging that I've had that I've been telling everybody about since last year is that this is the year that the volume is going to go up. All the vibrational yeah. shifts are going to go up and they've been doing it in stages. And I said, you had to have everything in order by May um, in, in the sense of whatever new beginnings or things that you wanted to end um, because now the shift was going to go up this what we're having at the present moment, literally at the earth core is beginning to crack. And it's cracking because of this low vibration. And we are having to elevate up to a higher love vibration. Because that higher love vibration, that frequency that we all shift to, will shift the balance and it will actually start healing the earth. Because we've got to remember, vibrations, when they are at a higher level on harmony, will sing out harmonically. If they're at the lower level, they start drumming very deeply and they cause things to crack, to break open. The earth doesn't want to break open. (laughs) She wants to hold herself together. So it is essential right now that for this planet, for our future, that we do uh, rise up. Hit that ascension, not only for ourselves to understand why we're here and to enjoy the beauty of that, but for this planet, for us, because that's essential. And we're going to see a great deal more channeling an intervention on doing this because time is not on our side. No, it's, it's urgent actually. Yes. And I'm getting the message too, that these drum circles, that the drumming um, is actually, at least when I do it, I don't really, I can't speak for anybody else, but my activation is that it actually wakens up the, the deepest heart. 
is what mm. I'm hearing. Like wakens up the deepest heart and shakes loose the crust. Right. So I've been talking a lot with my people about crust that forms around the heart mm. and around the divine spark. And that crust is that, is that, that false identity, the false personality. And we need to shake the crust loose now. Like yeah. we need to get rid the of that. Fear to love. <laughs> the fear like, to love. We need to shake it loose. Yes. You know, that crust has to come up, but the heart is pulsating and you've, you've encased it in something and it wants to beat, it wants to pulsate, it wants to send out its own beacon and it can't and do that. And the drum wakes container. up the heart. It, right. The drum is, and it's like an yes. ancient thing too. It's like mm. an ancient thing your heart already knows how to do because this whole earth is founded on the drum, you know? Yes. I mean, that's, it's just an ancient tradition for a reason. So yep. yes. yeah, we're bringing back the drum. Yes. Yes. That's so exciting. And you know, it's, um, um, I'm very much a gong lover. I love the gongs. I love, you know, because I'm, a, and I'm bells. A, uh, yes. Yeah. Because I think it's being an astral person because I'm, I'm not so earthly bound for me, it's more of the astral sounds and we, we have to understand it doesn't matter whether we are the earthbound or whether we are cosmic, um, flapping in the wind. It's embrace whatever you are. You're, you're all here for a reason. Every single ingredient that you are is part of the dish that we're needing to serve, but we've got to understand we've got to stop being complacent, sitting back in our yeah, takeout. No yeah, no more complacency. We haven't got that. You know, you mentioned it early in the show, responsibility. We have to take responsibility because we've got to understand life isn't owed you. You know, my show I did last week was on entitlement. We've somehow got to this thing that we're entitled. No, we're not entitled. Everything has to be yeah. worked for. Everything has to be moved forward towards. Everything has to be made open in order to share. That is what life is about. So forget about entitlement. Forget about complacency. And we're not entitled to an easy time either. No. Like because you know, we do, I, as you say, people pay for it, right? You're, you're here for the difficulty is paying for it. <laughs> we're, we're here for self mastery. I got this yes. download this week where I used to play soccer and I, you know, I, I love playing soccer. And if you guys know about soccer, it's a very rough game. You know, like you, you push people around, you get knocked down, you get a ball in the face. I mean, but when you step on a soccer field, you expect there to be friction. You expect right. there to be some people trying to get the ball away from you and go score on you. Like yeah. you just expect it. So like strap on your cleats mm. and your shin guards because yeah. we're heading onto the soccer field. Right. That's what this is. Yes. It's that time on earth. This is earth now. We must act. We must courageously speak and we must invite respectfully as we were talking about before. Yeah. So this isn't about generating a whole lot of fear and all of that. Yeah. It's not about that. This is about very grounded, wise souls who you know that you came here for a purpose, stepping out in a measured way with all your bigness, mm -hmm. not being afraid to be seen and speak up to invite others to take this journey. That is what we're doing here because it's going to take a lot of us working together to make it happen. Be the light that shows others the way. Yes. You know, it's within you to be that, you know, uh, we have to step up. I'm sorry. There is no more setting back. We've been given our chance. And, you know, the disruption that we see in, in the planet right now, not only on Earth, but the, with various people that are on this planet, they're here for their purpose. And their purpose is to show us how far wrong we have gone, how far dependent in our complacency that we've handed the wrong people the power. It's not about power. It's about the empowering of each other. 
the empowerment of what we can be as a collective in our unique participation, in our unique contribution. And when we decide to be the awesomeness that we really are and rise up to that higher resonance, we become that harmony that we seek. We become that peace that we seek. It's not that hard. It's just a few vibrations away. <laughs> yeah, and you've got to trust your soul guidance that yeah. you're getting. That sounds insane. Like, yeah. do it, whatever it's saying. Yes. <laughs> Stop yeah. questioning Stop it. Stop rationalizing it. <laughs> Quit with your left brain. It's, exactly. It's ridiculous. You know, it, allow, it's allow, 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 allow things to happen to you. Yes. Dissect them afterwards. You know, it's not, not like, well, what does that word mean? What does this or mean? Or someone's going to think mean? I'm crazy or what? Who cares? Yeah. Yes, if exactly. you're at the planet, your soul knows what it's doing. Do it your soul is yes. saying to do Period. and can you and tell me what's saying about your life at the present moment i know it's not <laughs> yeah yeah it's not so, so many like, people on the on this hamster treadmill going around and around and around repeating the same <laughs> pattern over and over again that is insanity yes it is and we we got to put we're here to chart the course out of madness people and that's what yes. this book is about yes this book has lots of tips on that you know we can work in the fifth dimension and higher we can shift these dynamics by working on ourselves and working with the energy and there's lots of information in the book about that so the guys are specifically sharing these things to remind you that you already came in to do this work and you've been doing it the whole time you just forgot or maybe right. you didn't forget but you're not having enough confidence to step out so this is the time and the guys just want to remind you about the things in the book that you already know so that is what's happening um if you guys want the book uh to read the first chapter of the book if you're getting this early it's uh you can get it at www.thesecondwave.media all spelled out the second wave dot media m-e-d-i-a because i couldn't get dot com so <laughs> i did the best i could so yeah and there's a meditation on there to help you figure out like you can do the meditation and check in with your divine spark and see if you're part of the second wave if you feel called to it you probably are but yes. you know you check it again you know, we, we really ego. want you know whatever frequency you're at at the yeah. present moment we just want you to rise up and just if you rise up this one that you become part of this solution just right be now part of it you know yeah uh, jump on board how do also people get hold of you? Because you've got a few websites here. Um, how do people get hold of you to book your services? So my services are at kerryhummingbird.com, K-E-R-R-I, hummingbird.com. And you can get a free gift there as well. And you can uh, sign up for a consultation if you want a consultation. There's a 15-minute one for free. There's also a discovery session if you think you want to work with me. We can talk about it. And the Skills Not Pills movement? SkillsNotPillsMovement.com for all those people who are like, yeah, I'm sick of those pills. Yes. So, you know, if you're kind of really done with Western medicine being very narrow-minded, uh, that is a good movement for you. There's tons of interviews already done and up on Facebook, on the Skills Not Pills movement uh, Facebook page. There's, there's tons of interviews you can watch. There, there's a YouTube channel um, on my YouTube station. There's a channel for Skills Not Pills movement. My YouTube is Carrie Hummingbird. So there's lots of great content out there. Soul Nectar Show is my right. podcast. Mm -hmm. And you, and Sarah's going to be on my podcast. Yes. You guys will want to check that out because we're yes. going to have another one of these awesome <laughs> focused on Sarah. So come <coughs> check it out. We've got lots of interviews. There's already great content out there. You can start today. There's tons of really helpful information already out there, just like on Sarah's radio network here. So 
you can get started now and, you know, like step up, step out, join the communities, join self-discovery radio, you know, join the pulse, like join the second wave. Let's get it going on. We've got work to do and now is the time. So let's yes. do it. And you know, the things we've got to remember this, if you're looking for the quick fix, you know, somebody is saying, you've no. got seven seconds to direct your attention. I said, I'm not dealing with those people. If you are only going to give your growth seven seconds to capture you, then forget it. You're not going to get very far. No. <laughs> you know, we're there for the people. Who I'm not are, even who, that good, Sarah. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm good, but I'm not that good. No, I mean, what, you know, other than, you know, God knows what going off at seven it seconds. Takes me, it takes me a while in my egoic self just to get down quiet enough. Like seven <laughs> seconds isn't even enough time. Like I do uh, the shortest <clears> of <throat> 30 minutes. I mean, exactly. <laughs> it takes me a while, you know. And that's the thing. We have to allow time yeah we need time to listen to hear i will guarantee you you'll hear something the first time around and it will hit you and then you really won't pay pay attention to anything else because it's hit you listen again and something else will hit you take notes share it with other people have a wine night and listen to the shows because then you can openly discuss, gosh, this really hit me. What about you? That hit me, that, this, that, that. And the conversation starts happening and already you're elevating your frequency. So, you know, it is, we're here for you. Here is the door, but you've got to be willing to open it. You've got to be willing to listen because if you're not willing to listen, you're not going to hear any of the skills, the tools and the wisdom that you need in order to propel forward. That's right. You got to start somewhere and just start walking. Uh, you know, the journey of a thousand steps begins with one step. Podcast. Right? <laughs> one podcast. You made it to the end. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> the thing is, is that when we get there, everything that we went through, we look back at it and go, oh my God, what was I thinking? Oh my God, thank God I'm not there anymore. I love who I am. Special. I love what I'm doing. I love where I'm going. And, you know, you're just on a different plane altogether. And it just feels so meaningful, doesn't it? So joyful. Yeah, my life is so different. I mean, I, it's night and day. Mm. Uh, it's so great now. I mean, I enjoyed my life before and I thought it was awesome. But now I see how much more awesome it is. Yeah. So I, I think it's about much more awesome. Yes. Now, and the continuation of finding much more awesome continuously by keeping on finding more awesome. That's what we're doing now. I we're did not a about show, fixing. You know, right, we're about making it more awesome. Yes. I, I did a show on orgasms. Um, oh, wow. Which That's is, pretty um, awesome. An, an interesting one. And it's, uh, you know, it's not only the physical orgasm, because when you're actually having an orgasm, they've measured the brain, 80% of your brain is activated, which uh, is an elevation. It can be in a spiritual experience with the right partner, the right, beautiful, central experience. But it's also being orgasmic about life. Yes, Finding something that is orgasmic, that, you know, ah, oh, you know, that it transcends words, transcends anything else. And that's, you know, that's what we want to have in life. Yeah, that's right? what I'm doing. And it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in flow. Like, yes. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm launching this whole book tour. If I, if, if 
the small me, if the small personality me was trying to do all this, I would be very lost right now. You would have talked yourselves out of it. Yeah, I would have said, no way, right. nobody's going to believe me. But right. I, it's not that. I'm, my soul is leading the way, and I'm yes. following, and it's awesome. And, I, you know, magical things happen. I got this, for example, I got this list of cities I'm supposed to go to to start. I'm like, okay, great. I'm just channeling the list of cities. I, then I start looking into the first, I look into Boston, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like one of my great friends has a crystal gallery there, Kyle mm. Russell. Yeah. I was like, well, that's why I'm going to Boston. Yeah. This is yeah. awesome. We're going to do a great event, you know? So this is the thing, like when you just, it will make sense. Just do it. And then it will make sense. You'll understand. Stop looking for the manual to take the first step. Start walking and things will be revealed as you need them. Yes. along the way, right? Just be yeah. willing to take the journey, allow things to happen to you and respond accordingly. Is it going to be all ah, along the way? No, you've got to fall on your ass now and again, but even that has a reason. It's okay. You're on the sacred field of life. It's, it's exactly. all right. Yeah. Just change your expectations. and Just get happy. back up, dust yourself off and keep on going. Keep going. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's just, it's worth it. And God is it so needed. We need this on this planet right yeah. now. We should have ascended up to a higher level a long time ago. And, you know, now the foot's to the pedal. There's no We're doing more, it now. Yeah, no more pussyfooting around. Is mm -hmm. Get on with it. Get out of your own way, right? Get out of well, your head intellect's way. Step into the heart, spirit, and soul's intellect. It's going to channel you right in the right direction. And you are going to have a party and revelations and connections and, and awakenings yourself along the way that is just going to give you your R along the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Rah, rah. I like it. I'm saying yes. Yes, yes. You know, just got to be willing. Give yourself permission and say, I allow in trust and faith to take this journey. Right? So, absolutely it's time it's time and you need the help carrie's there for you this book i think is a wonderful way to start to start igniting you want to go further or you want to speak to her 15 minutes she's going to give you free so you can see if there is a synergy between you because it's all about those vibrational connections mm -hmm. and if you have a synergy and a connection with her then you know she's going to propel you forward she's going to open up that door gently kick your ass and show you the way to go <laughs> yeah and pay attention to those swooping hummingbirds <laughs> yes exactly they're Butterfly trying to get your attention mm, they're, they're her calling card they are <laughs> well this has been great love thanks so much for sharing it's um wonderful to have your spirit you know be so open and just for embracing life and sharing it all with us because that's what it's about you know it's um letting everybody know how great the water is come on in and it's, it's setting people up in the right direction with the right backpack of tools and the right enthusiasm because we're the cheerleaders, aren't they? You can do it. You can do it. Yeah, we are because we did yeah. it. And, you know, yes. if, you, if you read my book, Awakening to Me, you'll see where I started from. So that's the real litmus test. I mean, it, it, you can take this journey and it's going to be amazing, way more amazing than you ever imagined it to be. So thank you so much, Sarah, for having me on the show because it's been delightful. I I love our conversation. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, we've, we've created our own vibrations tonight. So. <laughs> we did. I feel good. <laughs> well, I look forward to being on your show. Yes. And being in the other seat. And I know that we'll take flight in that one as well. Absolutely. So. It's going to be awesome. Thank you so much, Han. And to everyone else, please, 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 just let go of every all the conditioning and dictation and, and, and expectation that's been put on you and be willing to give birth to yourself. And that means willing 
allowing to propel yourself forward, take that step, block everything else out, heart, soul, and spirit, listen to it, let it guide you forward, because I promise you will never look back, not ever wanting to go back, ever. So until next time, folks, we wish you a wonderful flight. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show and were inspired to come and visit us at selfdiscoverymedia.com and see what other shows we have for you. And please do visit our selfdiscoverycommunity.org and see how you can be a part of giving back. Thank you very much.